Respect Me podcast. Mikey D, no King J today. Jeffy B joins us on the podcast for season four, episode 17. What's up, Jeff? Nothing much. How you doing? Good, good, good. A uh, lot to talk about today. Bills, Chicago, we'll start from there. Um, I don't know, man. On paper, I thought we were going to smoke this team right out the gate. Uh, another game where we started off a little slow, go down 7 nothing pretty quick. Uh, any concerns with our opening drive and, uh, I guess, not opening drive, but how we started the game, I should say, in the first couple quarters? Yeah, the opening half, I just feel like we were very slow, just right out the gate. Couldn't get anything going. Just We just looked really flat. I don't know if the weather had anything to do with that. I know there was no snow, but it was cold. It was uh, it was windy, though. Um, I was shocked, uh, not to get too far ahead of it, on how much uh, or it took us how long to start running the ball. Um, but the wind definitely was a factor in this one. Um, Bears go up 7 nothing, like I said. Uh, Bills answered back on their first drive. We missed the extra point. Tyler Bass misses an extra point. Um it was a day. It was pretty windy. He did miss another field goal later on in the game. Uh, luckily, we didn't need to rely on him or any game-winning field goals as the Bills cruised to a thirty-five to thirteen win in the end. But um, with the the conditions, I was worried from the beginning of the game, and then a little bit less worried as we started to play. Um, I thought it would be more of a factor. With the, I thought it was supposed to snow. I don't think any of that happened. It was just wind, really. Yeah, they were talking about kind of like getting the snowstorm that we got, mm-hmm. but before we got it. Right. So I thought they were going to get a lot more snow than they actually got. Yeah, first half, a little bit sloppy. We went down 6-10, to 10, some missed kicks. Uh, we had an interception by Josh in the first half. Um, we had a pretty underwhelming game overall. Uh, second half, all ground game, though. Singletary started emerging. He had a uh, led things off with a 33-yard rushing touchdown. Uh, Bills recovered a fumble, Montgomery fumble on that next possession. Answered it back, 27-yard touchdown by um, Cook. So any thoughts on how we started the second half, though, compared to the first half? Uh, I feel like we should have started the second half, or the first half, the way we started the second half. Right. Let's, let's just run the ball. Let's do what we're good at. I hear you. Do you have something else to add? I thought you were looking up something. Uh, I just wanted to say we had 254 total yards of rushing that game. Yeah, Singletary had 106, Cook 99, and Josh 41, which uh, definitely helps. Yeah, man, that's oh, man. He's a yard short from having two 100-yard rushers, um, and one of those guys actually not the quarterback. So very impressed on how we ran the ball. Granted, Chicago, I said the week before, has the last rush defense I think in the league. Pass defense wasn't that good either, but their rush defense was like 32nd. So definitely part of the game plan. Uh, I said that last week. We needed to run the ball. I'm glad we did run the ball. Um, you know, it took us a whole half to figure that out, but we th- we got things going. Um, Bears do have the worst running defense, like I said. They didn't have uh, Chase Claypool, no Darnell Mooney. There's really nobody else to worry about except Justin Fields. Are you impressed on how we kept him in check, though? Because I thought he was going to have more than, I think he had like 11 yards rushing or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what Chicago was doing with, with Justin. I thought for sure there was going to be a lot of you know run play options with, with him, um, especially because you have David Montgomery, who's really good at running the ball, and the Bills n- normally struggle against the run. Yeah, Montgomery finished with 62 yards. Fields had 11, Herbert 7. Um, quite a difference from the Bills' running attack. Uh, Bills do end up scoring two more touchdowns uh, in the fourth quarter, kind of ran away with it there. Um 
I think Knox caught a touchdown, and I think Josh ran one in maybe. I'm trying to – what was the second-to-last touchdown? Uh, Second-to-last touchdown was – I will look that up, but um, I will. Uh, I do want to add, Bills were 6 of 11 on third downs, held the Bears to 2 for 12 on third downs, and 1 for 4 on fourth downs. So pretty good there. Usually it's us struggling with third downs. Um, I'd say that was probably one of the keys of the game because turnovers, I think we had three, they had two, really wasn't going to decide the game, but our third down conversions and, them, and us holding them was probably the biggest factor in this game. Yeah, Dawson Knox did end up having that last touchdown with about a minute left in the game. Yeah. Um, takeaways from this game, uh, Bill's running the ball a little bit more effectively. I'm thinking though, Josh needs to stop forcing these throws, man. There was a few times in this game where he's making these, he's trying to make throws that he doesn't need to. We got lucky on one where he threw it and hit somebody in the back of the Jersey. Uh, I think it was in the first half and, uh, we were in the red zone. He's like, Oh, well he had his back turned to him. So I knew he wasn't gonna make the play on it. And I thought it was safe just to throw it. If Gabe Davis actually tries to go for that, we probably got a drew of, um, a pass interference call, but he's throwing into coverage a lot. A little yeah. bit worried. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too happy with it. I like. Uh, I understand he can make the throws in nice tight coverage, but they're not good throws. Yeah, I, I feel like the Bills have been playing like down towards lesser opponents um, throughout the season. Like, if we're playing KC, we play the best football we can possibly play. When we play the Jets or the Bears, um, besides that Pittsburgh game where we blew them out of the water early in the season. It's like the Bills play up to whatever their opponent has been looking like. Um, I don't know. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, I definitely agree with that because Kansas City, I feel like we could go score for score, score for score, and I feel like the Bills have punted a lot the last couple of weeks when I feel like they shouldn't be. They should be scoring almost every drive. Yeah, absolutely. Sam Martin's getting a a workout on that leg finally, right? Yeah, a a little bit different than beginning of the season. He started off so hot. Uh, We were on a downtrend for a little bit with scoring-wise. In his last two weeks, we put up over 30 points, which you do like to see. Um, I will say this, man. Where's Diggs? He's been a ghost lately, man. Yeah, I don't know if that's game plan. I don't know if that's just Josh is trying to spread the ball out more, but... We'll see. Yeah, I think we're going to need him going into that Cincinnati Bengals game. Uh, did you have anything else with this uh, the Bears-Bills game? Again, 35-13, Bills beat the Bears uh, in Soldier Field. Yeah, 35-13, I feel like that was all second-half Buffalo. Just, it it would really have been was. nice if that was start-to-finish 35-13. Yeah, another slow start to a game. Took them a while to get things going. Pretty fortunate the Bears are a pretty bad team this year. Um, I will say I was impressed, though, with how we did hold Justin Fields in check. I think that had to be his lowest rushing yards of the season, too. So, Yep. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple games of the week first before we get into the Bengals game. Um, I'll start things off right away. Jags beating the Jets Thursday night at home. Zach Wilson gets pulled out of that game for Chris Stevler, a.k.a. Jake Paul, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I had to look him up. I was like, who is this guy? He looked like a rugby player, dude. Yeah, just out of nowhere, off the bench, and he came out, and he looked good. He looked better than Zach Wilson, who was number two overall pick, and you're getting pulled for somebody that no one has ever heard of before. Nobody's ever seen him, heard of him. Um, I call him Jake Paul. He does look like him, actually. Uh, are we done seeing Zach Wilson in a Jets uniform? I'll leave it at that first. I don't think he's done out of the NFL, but I think this might be the last time we see him in a Jets uniform this year. Yeah, I don't want to get too far ahead. I know we're going to talk about the game a little bit later, but Zach Wilson is already not even going to be dressing this week. Yeah, that's 
that's indication of what's to come. However, Mike White will be starting, I think, in this game. I think he's cleared concussion protocol. So, um, yeah, think, man, not looking good for, for Zach Wilson. Not at all, especially for being the number two overall pick and having high expectations in New York. Uh, positive, though, Jags are tied for first in the AFC South, which would be interesting, man. Uh, everybody thought beginning of the year Tennessee was going to run away with that one, and uh, Jags are right there. Yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence is looking really good lately. Jesus, long hair, man. He's got some receivers this year. Next year, they're only going to get better with Calvin Redley. Uh, Etienne looking spry out there yep. as a number one back, and he can do it all, man, run, catch, everything. So um, that team actually, I think they only go up from here, which is good. Uh, Carolina upsetting the Streaky Lions uh, had 240 yards rushing in the first half. Yeah. The who, first half. Who saw that coming? Carolina out of nowhere. Hey, let's get rid of the best running back in the league and then just go out and put up 240 rushing yards in the first half against a team that's making a playoff push. Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, the streaky Lions, uh, they've won, besides last week, I think like seven out of eight games. So um, trying to make a push for the playoffs, like you said. I know Jeremy and I both picked the Lions to run away with that game. Carolina coming out of nowhere and running the ball, ironically, without – a C-Mac in, in the lineup. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, Texans upsetting the Titans 19-14 to 14 to get their second win of the year. I only got too much to say about that, but I really thought I was done saying the Texans are going to win this year, and they got another win. They almost won a couple other games, too. They almost won that uh, Kansas, Kansas City game yeah. last week. Um, and they almost beat Dallas two weeks before that. Do you have anything? I got a few more, but we'll probably talk about some same ones if you had anything. I just wanted to get into that Christmas game. Wanna... Talk, you can talk about the Christmas game. I got some other games. Oh, Packers, Dolphins. Okay. Absolutely. Go ahead. Oh, it's so nice to see the Dolphins lose. Tua just throwing the ball away. Three interceptions in the fourth he quarter. He looks so bad, dude. So bad. <sighs> like, just... they're bad throws, too. Yeah. That they're... was like Josh against the Jets when we're like, what are you doing? Where are yeah, you throwing the ball? You... Tua looked like that. Yeah, he's throwing the ball away. And everybody's like, oh, well, he had 280 yards in the first half. I'm like, one of those was an 84-yard catch and run yep. by Jalen Waddle. Yep. Like, yeah. that padded the stats tremendously. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, the dude's been getting bailed out by f- speedy wide receivers all year. He doesn't need to make the tough throws. He can't make the tough throws anyways when nope. it counts. So, um, and this just in, I'm pretty sure that he was, uh, they announced that he does have a concussion. He's not playing uh, this week against the Patriots. They're going to have Teddy Bridgewater in there. Honestly, I think Miami season might have come to an end now. After they went on a nice win streak in the beginning, they lost them for the first time, Tua for the first time. They get him back. They went on a nice win streak again. And then, you know, the 49ers, the Chargers, the Bills, and now the Packers, four in a row they dropped. Yeah, and they're they're not going to be looking good this week either, so. No. Um, Steelers coming back to beat the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr looks lost out there, dude. Started off hot. Uh, they threw a touchdown uh, to Renfro, which that was all Renfro. I don't know if you caught that game. He, like, jukes somebody no. out of his fucking pants, dude, to score a touchdown. But Carr, one touchdown, three picks. Devontae Adams, two catches. Who? How? How? Like, how? It's the same thing we're talking about with Diggs. Like, Diggs has been, a, been missing, too. But Devontae Adams is the only player they have to throw the ball to. At least we have players that look like they're going to show some life. Arguably the number one receiver in the league. There's a lot of cases you can make, Cooper Cup. But let's just call him a number one receiver in the league, and he's got two catches. I don't understand what they're doing uh, in Vegas. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I didn't really see how he did that game. I know they've been running a lot more this uh, year with him, but 
it doesn't make sense when you go out and you get a player player like Devontae and you're not getting him the ball, at least trying to get him the ball, man. He didn't even have that many targets, dude. Yeah. It's pretty scary. Josh Jacobs didn't do anything. He only had 44 yards rushing. Which is crazy because that was an away game. It was cold out there. They were in Pittsburgh. You think he's been running effectively all year. Why aren't you feeding him the rock? I have no idea. Yeah, that that's the, that. What you just said is a game plan for Josh Jacobs to just go absolutely bonkers. But I don't know. I guess Broncos getting blown out by the Rams, fourteen to fifty-one. Uh, Russ got picked off three times in this game. Broncos have one of the better defenses. I think they were finally just fed up, man, this year. I think they gave up. They've been playing good all year. They're pissed off at the offense. Cannot do anything. And whether or not it's coaching or the quarterback, we'll find out uh, in the next couple of weeks because, heck, it's gone, finally. Yeah. Um, if, if, if you didn't catch that game, it was on Nickelodeon. And if you didn't catch it, there's a clip of Patrick Starr, the guy that voices Patrick Starr, yeah. absolutely roasting Russell Wilson awesome. on one of his interceptions, one of the pick sixes. That's awesome. Hilarious. That is awesome. Yeah, man. Um, do you think, uh, well, obviously, I I think you're going to say it was the right move to fire Hackett. Was it too late? Do you think we, or too early? Yeah, I texted you about this the other day when, we, when, we, when it happened, and I said, I don't know why they waited until now to yeah. do it because there's only two games left just let them finish off the season All right you're not going anywhere you're not getting any better you're not probably not going to get any worse hopefully and or you should have made that move or three weeks ago. weeks ago six I, you yeah. know what i don't think they could have made it that early because it's a first year coach uh with a new first year quarterback and everything's all new right uh i think it's the first year the new there's new ownership too i think the waltons uh who own walmart uh bought that franchise so there's a lot of new things going on in Denver. They probably didn't want to pull the trigger too quick. But going back to what you said, you're right. I mean, we have two games to go left in the season. Why don't they just play it out? He's, my guess is he's lost the locker room. Nobody wants to listen to Hackett anymore. They're fed up with losing, mm-hmm. and they just got the brakes beat off by him. By a bad team, dude. The Rams are not good. No. Baker Mayfield just beat you 51-14, to 14, dude. That's embarrassing. Um, last game I want to talk about from last week was Tampa coming back to win in overtime against the great Trace McSorley. I say that very sarcastically. Uh, Cop- Hopkins, one catch, four yards. Again, we talked about Devontae not getting targets and catches. Dude, I don't care if you're a fan in the stands. You're going to find a, a DeAndre Hopkins out there. Is it, is it Kyler Murray that missed right now? No, I I don't know what happened. I think, obviously, the Buccaneers, they, they game plan. They knew Hopkins was going to be the guy. They probably just wanted to shut him down. Took him out. Yeah, and then they wanted to make McSorley, you know, actually make some plays, which he didn't. He can't. He can run. He's got. He's pretty mobile out there, but he cannot make the plays with his, uh, with his arm. Um, I mean, going against a third-string quarterback, you think Tom Brady would have had an easy win here, but they've struggled all year. The Bucs, Tom, they haven't looked good. The scary thing is they're probably going to win that division, but they have a good game not to get into it this week against a divisional opponent, so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, the Bucs, they're going to they're gonna finish the division either 9-8 and eight or 8-9 eight and, and win the division and then host a game for winning the division. That's wild to me. It is pretty crazy. All right, let's get into the upcoming Bills game. Bills, Bengals. Bills 12 and 3. Bengals are 11 and 4. Possibly the most important game all season. Probably more important than the KC, maybe. A lot of implications just because it's so late in the season at this point. Because yeah. earlier in the season, yes, that KC game is definitely important because, you know, if things stayed the same way, we got the tiebreaker over KC. 
you know, you would have liked to see Casey lose at least a couple more games this year. Of course they won't. But I'm saying this has got an edge on that Casey game just because of how late it is in the season. And if we lose, we drop from first to the third seed. Yeah, this is this is the game. When I said when the Bills got back up onto the top a couple weeks ago, when they were number one seed, and I said, you know, all those losses earlier in the season, they mean nothing now. And this is the game that's going to matter the most. This is the game where you have to win. And if you win this, you have like a 95% chance of having the number one overall seed yeah. unless um, you lose to New England the following week. Which I don't think. So what do you think we have to do here in order to win this game? We have to run the ball effectively the same way we did against Chicago in the second half last week. Josh Allen can't make any bad throws. Mm-hmm. The defense has to step up. I know Cincinnati's offensive line has been phenomenal this year. Um, we need to get to the quarterback, which is where this is going to hurt not having Bond Miller, but other players got to step up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I said similar things here. Protect the football, run, run, open up a play action here. Um I said I want to get Diggs involved early on this game. Um, it's going to be 49 in Cincy, which is pretty warm for this time of the year. Yep. Uh, Diggs over the last three games has 10 catches and no touchdowns. Three games in a row without a touchdown. Um, we're probably going to have to double-team tra- uh, Chase on this one. Um, Trey White will definitely need some help, maybe have some safety coverage. DeMar Hamlin is awful, but I guess that'll do. Uh, but I really think we got to get Diggs involved a little bit more to win this game. I'm predicting a higher scoring game. Yeah, I I definitely think this game could definitely be, you know, 30s each, 40s even too. Um, but I definitely want to see the Bills come out and play a playoff style game because this is this could be another matchup again in the playoffs. So we need to come out and, you know, absurd uh, um, I'm sorry. Insert ab- absurd. Yes. Our dom- dominance. Yes. Yeah. Assert. Uh, there we go. Thank you. What do you think the score would be on this game? I just want to put down some predictions. 37-31 Bills. 37-31 Bills. Overtime. Oh, okay. Uh, I like that. I honestly think we're going to be in the 30s. I'm going to say 33-38 Bills. Well, 38-33 Bills. Not overtime. (laughs) Not overtime, correct. Um. Yeah, these teams are very close to each other as far as stats are concerned. Uh, offensively and defensively, Bills are only a one-point favorite this week, which you said is basically a wash. Yeah. I mean, going into Desensi, uh Bengals have won seven in a row, and they're 5-1 and one at home this year. Joey B, though, I wanted to say something about him. Having a, I would say, MVP-like year, what are your thoughts? I mean, I beginning of the year, I was like, there's no way this guy's close to Josh Allen. He's... He, some would say he's actually got better stats than Josh up until this point right now. Um, should we be talking about Joey B in the MVP discussion right now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think he's, I think he has more passing yards than Josh Allen. He doesn't have the does. touchdowns, and he doesn't have the rushing yards. No, but, he's got the touchdowns. Oh, he's got the touchdowns. Well, I don't know what total is. I'm just looking at passing. I think total touchdowns, Josh might have him because of the rushing ones. Yeah. But throwing touchdowns, Joey B, 34, 12 picks. Josh, 32 and 13 picks. And Joey B's got about 200 more yards uh, throwing. But they're both 4,000-yard throwers this year. Slight edge to Joey B if you want to just look at stats. But um, they've been winning games, which is just as equally as important as throwing the ball a lot and having good stats. Yeah, I would agree with that. Also, too, with the stats, let's pump the brakes on a little bit because there are a few games where Josh got pulled out. 
with 10 minutes early, left in the third early quarter. In the season, yeah. So, I mean, against Tennessee, against Pittsburgh, Josh didn't play almost an entire half in two games. That's almost one full less game than Burrow at that point. Yeah, stats aren't everything. Matt Ryan was leading the league in uh, – or Joe Flacco was leading the league, I think, in yardage after like four weeks, and people are going nuts. Um, player to watch this game, I got digs on my radar because we got to get him more involved. Yep. I actually have Knox on my radar. He's had a touchdown in three consecutive weeks. We're finally starting to get him more involved. And uh, I'm going to say Trey White on defense. He's got to step it up. He's going to have to have a big game here to keep Jamar Chase in check, do the best job as he can on that. But uh, what do you think? Any 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 other players you'd like to watch? I want to watch Matt Milano, and I want to see how he can get after Joe Burrow because yeah. I think that's going to be the key to disrupting Chase and they're don't give him time yeah don't give him any time make him get out of the pocket make him get uncomfortable and i want to see what our run game can do because i think that's going to be key going into the playoffs here's something i looked at too i was surprised to see this uh joe mixon is actually surprisingly close or i should say singletary is surprisingly close to joe mixon this year as far as rushing stats uh mixon's got him by about 30 carries but uh devin singletary has got more rushing yards and one less touchdown than Joe Mixon at this point in the season. I would have never thought that, dude. No, not at all. He missed some time, though. I know that, right? Because P. Ryan was running the ball for like three weeks. Yeah. I think two or three weeks, right? So, granted, he did miss a few games, but I really thought Joe Mixon had double that. Yeah, Joe Mixon, I, you would have thought, you know, one of the better ones in the league. And they don't really – I know P. Ryan is good, but he's not – He's not Joe Mixon. He's not taking away a lot of carries from him, whereas the Bills have – or had Moss, they tried splitting them up, and then now that they've got true. Cook, and now they're 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 using them both effectively now, which is nice to see. Yeah, when Mixon's healthy, they don't split backs. He's just the guy. Right. Um, when Singletary's healthy, so is Cook. They're going to run both of them, which fantasy purposes I don't like. But as a what the team should be doing, that's great. You give your running backs equally, you know, re- amount of rest as it should be. That way, late in the season, when it comes down to you know important games in December, you don't have a guy that's burnt out because he's been carrying ninety nine percent of the workload. These guys, he's not Saquon Barkley. There's only few people that can take a hundred percent of the workload all the time and not get fatigued. And Saquon's probably one of those guys. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right. Let's get into the uh, Week 17 pickums here. Uh, we'll start things off with Thursday Night Football tomorrow. Dallas at Tennessee. Who do you like? Oh, I'm taking Dallas all the way in this one. I think they, uh, they're they going to ride. They're riding high off of that Eagle, the, the win against the Eagles last week. And I think there was a big win. Yeah. That was a big, I didn't even mention that in my games of the week, but that was a huge win. Yeah. And I think that was more of um, no Jalen. No Jalen Hurts. Gardner Minshew coming off the bench first time. Pretty much all season, he had a couple drives where he ended the game and just took kneel downs. But did you watch any of that? Yeah, unfortunately, I watched all of that game. Did uh, was I mean because it was a higher scoring game? It was like forty to thirty four. So, I mean, Gart, did he, Gardner had to do something? They they scored thirty four points, or was it all running? Oh, uh, Gardner looked good. Okay, I I didn't think he was going to play as well as he did then. Um, I did pick Dallas last week, so did King Jay. Uh, I was so mad. I thought he would for sure pick Philly, but. Um, yeah, I got Dallas this week as well. Tennessee's, man, they, they've fallen off a cliff. They're about to lose a division to the Jaguars uh, in the next two weeks here. So um, not much really to say. I think Dallas runs away with this one. Uh, our first Sunday game here, Arizona at Atlanta. Two trash teams probably will never want to watch this game if it's in a local market to you. Um, I will take Atlanta on this one. Uh, just solely off of what I saw this past week with Arizona looking 
awful at home against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Atlanta, they're starting that rookie quarterback, I think, again for the second consecutive week or third consecutive week. Uh, Marcus Mariota is done for the year. I'm pretty sure they shelved him. <sighs> Honestly, there's not much to talk about. This game is going to be awful. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be quarterbacking for Arizona. Um, Probably Trace again. Is just, Colt McCoy back? Or? I don't know what's up with him. I think he might have had a concussion. He looked fine as a backup. Like yeah. He's actually a pretty decent backup. And if he's in there, here's a hot take. If he was the backup last week, I think he would have beat Tom Brady. Probably. Or if you just throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, let him do Which is what Colt McCoy does, is throw yeah. the ball more. Trace McSorley is trying to be like Mr. Wonderbread out there and do everything with his legs. but Yeah, he's trying to be Brock Purdy. That was awful. You taking Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, Chicago at Detroit. Uh, divisional game. Ooh, I'll let you go. Who, who do you like in this one? I think Detroit's going to bounce back after after last week. I mm-hmm. think they got ahead of themselves a little bit. They they saw Carolina on that, and they they didn't they kind of skipped over it. And we're looking at Chicago for this week. Uh, they didn't game plan for Carolina, and I think they're going to come back and just absolutely dominate Chicago. I would have liked to pick Chicago if they would have showed a little bit of more urgency against the Bills last week. Like after they scored a touchdown, they laid down, bro. That was it. It was one touchdown, first drive of the, the game. They scored a touchdown. And then they put up a couple field goals throughout the game. That was it. Um, they look lost out there. And that was a home game. They're going into Detroit. Uh, we'll be in a dome, so weather won't be a factor. But I like Detroit as well. They got embarrassed last week against Carolina. They ran all over them. They're going to have another tough challenge here this week. Chicago does like to run the ball a lot. Um, but I'll take the slight edge with Detroit. Denver at KC. Well, as much as I would like Denver to beat KC. Yeah. I mean, they just got whooped by the fucking <laughs> Rams, dude. There ain't no way. I might just put the house on fucking Casey to win this game and probably lose the house because of me betting that way. But I'm taking Casey in this one. Should be an easy win for Petty Mahomes. They'll probably pull him by halftime. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that one. There's really nothing to talk about with Denver other than... I mean, they're going to have an... I don't even know who the interim te- head coach is, but they're going to have an interim head coach in here. Russell Wilson, who's looked like the worst quarterback in football, <laughs> and Casey possibly a top two team. So it should be an easy win for Casey. Miami at New England, divisional game. A lot of divisional games this week and next week as well. Um, this would be a real good game if Tua was playing. However, no Tua this week. Uh, was announced he had a concussion. They're going to be starting Teddy Bridgewater at the helm against Mac Jones. Both these quarterbacks are not good. I will take coaching, though. Slight coaching uh, with Bill Belichick over, um, was it Mike McDaniels? Yeah, Mike yeah. McDaniels. Um, who do you like in this game? I'm taking New England. I'm also taking New England just because I want New England to beat Miami. And I just want I want Miami yeah. fans to cry. You know, they they were all high after that Bills game back in what week two, week three. Yep. Talking about Super Bowl aspirations. Super Bowl. You know, MVP put two up there and just I want to watch him just be miserable. Yeah, I mean, especially with no Tua. Even if Tua played, honestly, as bad as he played last week. Now, I don't know if that had to do with the concussion, but we're just watching what he did last week or didn't do. I still would have probably picked New England on this one. Home game. It's going to be cold. Mm-hmm. They got to go back in a shitty weather again. It's like it's, they're not in Miami, man. So I was going to take, I think, uh, New England either way. Indy at the New York Giants. Ooh, uh, Indianapolis looking like a bad football team on Monday Night Football. 0 for 9, I believe it was, on third downs. Didn't convert a single third down. That's how you lose football games, people. Uh, I was so high on Jeff Saturday, too, yeah, when he too. got hired. I'm like, yo, man, he's going to do great things. Uh, I thought Nick Foles would have played a little bit better. He looked bad. They don't have a coach. They don't have a quarterback. And those are the two most important things you need to win football games. So for that, I'm taking Philly. And I think Jalen Hurts will be back, right? 
disp- I don't even know if they're going to even play him, would they? You're taking the Giants. Giants. I'm sorry. I'm looking ahead. I'm yeah. <laughs> That's how bad this Jesus game is going to be. It's going to be so bad. I'm looking at the next game. Um, no, I'm taking the Giants. Yeah, Danny Danny Dimes out there. He'll be slinging the rock. Um, Indy's just it's it's just for more of Indy not being able to compete. Indy doesn't have anybody. They Nobody. Lost, they lost Jonathan Taylor, oh, so yeah. he's out too. Still true. don't have a quarterback. You know, big big dick Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP at one point. Super Bowl MVP beat Tom Brady. Nowhere to be found now. Just he's he's now an NFL journeyman. Yeah, I think Saquon's going to have his way in this one. This would be a good parlay game here. We're going to take the Giants and Saquon over 100 yards rushing. Write it down, folks. Um, New Orleans at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is what I was jumping to here. This should be another walk in the park here. Philly should walk away with this one. Is Jalen Hurts playing? I, I don't. I haven't been following. Is I haven't healthy? been following that either. Um, I don't think so. They need to win one more game to clinch the first round by in the NFC. Sure. So I, and Minshew looked good last week against Dallas. New Orleans is not Dallas. I don't think they're going to do anything offensively to make Minshew um, have to beat them. I think they're going to, I think they're going to do that easily. And they play, the Eagles play the Giants. So it's a divisional game next week as well. So, I mean, that would be a tougher game than the Saints. So you got to win one out of two here. If he's healthy, I say play him just to get your win and lock it in. Yeah. Because I think the Giants will play him tough next week. Well, I think if they win this week, maybe they start Minshew. Yeah. And if, you know, if Hurts is healthy enough to come back in and try to win that one, I could see that happening. Um, Because I I think if Minshew comes out, plays well, they beat the Saints, even if Hurts is healthy next week against the Giants, that game is not going to matter. Well, so they'll just sit him again anyway. I'm looking right now. They actually only have a game, I think, over the Vikings. So, but they hold the tiebreaker because, oh, okay. they, because they absolutely dominated them, I think, on Sunday night or Monday night, week two. So, yeah, they just need to win one then. Yep. And then the 49ers could catch them if they lose both, maybe, and yep. Minnesota loses both. So, kind of tight at the top there in the NFC. Uh, moving on, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm taking Carolina in this one. It's Same. a little bit different. Um, Tampa Bay just hasn't looked good, man. Like, I get it. They're home. Tom Brady. Dude, I'm tired of this. It's more of me just tired of seeing Tom Brady, like, somehow sneak out wins. They're beating bad teams. They are a bad team, and they're beating bad teams. And they're just getting by, man. They literally escaped that game against uh, the Cards last week against a third-string quarterback. I don't know, man. Carolina just ran the ball for 320 yards <laughs> against Detroit, dude. Uh, if you can't stop the run, you can't control the clock. I don't care who the receiver is on Carolina. I don't care who the quarterback is. You have to be able to stop the run first and foremost. Yeah, and honestly, I'm sick of Tom Brady just whining and crying and breaking tablets, yelling at his offensive lineman, and when he himself isn't looking good. It's not the fact that they're losing games and he's looking good, the offense is putting up numbers, and the defense is letting him down, or their offensive line is letting him get sacked. He's just not looking good. When he has time, he's not making the throws anymore. No, he's got a noodle arm out there. There was a few times uh, Mike Evans was wide open. And he under times. he underthrows him. Like he's not even close. Um, that's why Chris Godwin, I think, has been thriving this year in fantasy. Is like he's been just hitting this dude underneath. Mike Evans started off decent, but like the last like four weeks, man, it's just he can't hit him. Big play Mike is just sitting out there on an island. He can moss anybody. Yeah. And Tom Brady just can't get him the ball, man. Um, it's looking scary over there for him. I you know. There's been talks about him leaving next year, possibly going to the 49ers. 
what do you think about those rumors? I mean, I really think it's time to just hang I, it up at yeah. this point, dude. Like you're you're not having a good year. You got divorced. It's time to just hang it up, bro. Yeah, hang it up. You know, he's already got a contract. Like he just has to sign it for an analyst somewhere. I forgot what I think it's Fox. Yeah, I think Fox. It was. Yeah. It's like three hundred million dollars. Bro, he's you're making gonna, the chatter. You're gonna go make more money off of one contract with Fox than you made in your entire NFL career. Exactly. I understand you want to be playing football, but Maggie. It's time to hang. <laughs> it's time to hang it up. Yeah, exactly. Go be an analyst. I'll, I'd like to watch you be an analyst. I'm sick of watching him on the football field. I agree with you. Uh, Cleveland at Washington. Hmm. This honestly, this might be a decent game. Uh, I'm taking Washington slight edge on here, probably just because they're the home team. But Washington, I thought was going to be a better football team this year. Um, I think they got Chase Young back actually last week, or this could be the week that they get him back. Last week. Was it last week? Okay. Um, Cleveland just not looking good. Deshaun Watson, I mean, missed a lot of football, not looking good. Uh, I'm going to slate edge here on Washington on this one. Yeah, I'm taking Washington on this, on this one too. I think Heineke just looks good as a quarterback. I think he looks better than Deshaun Watson right now. Yeah. Honestly, Heineke uh, looks better than Carson Wentz has looked in the last two years. Um, I see Carson Wentz, as my hot take, bouncing around again, man. He probably won't be on that team next year. He might even be on the NFL because there's a lot of young quarterbacks coming in from the draft as well, and a lot of quarterbacks are not going to have a home this year. Like, look at Daniel Daniel Jones. Yeah. He might not be in Washington next year. See, here's the thing, though. Daniel Jones played way better than Carson Wentz this year when he did play, I'm saying. And whenever Carson played last year, Daniel Jones over the last two seasons looks better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz could, if he wanted to accept this as a new role, be a backup somewhere. I don't think he wants to be a backup, but he would have to accept that role. I think a team would pick him as in a backup Absolutely, quarterback. just for the experience. Just to have somebody that, yeah, I mean, the experience, he's not a total waste, but he's just not a starting caliber quarterback anymore. They, they would have done better. Arizona would have done better with Carson Wentz. So I there's agree. a lot of teams that... They really don't have that backup quarterback, man, that are just missing somebody to just get them by some games until another guy is healthy again, right? And so this could be the last year for Carson in Washington. Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore, divisional game. This would be a good one because no uh, Lamar Jackson again. I'm going to take a slight win here with Pittsburgh, edging this one out. I don't know. Who do you like in this one? Um, I actually want to take Baltimore on this one. I think their defense is. Uh, I think their defense is going to win on this game. I mean, they've given up a lot of comebacks this year. A lot of fourth quarter, second half comebacks. Seven, they've blown a lot of double digit leads, seventeen point leads. I think was the magic number early in the season. Um, so you think it's going to be different? It's almost playoff time, and I think they're going to get, they're going to have to figure something out. And I think they're going to have to figure it out before the playoffs. And I think against a divisional opponent, I think that's when they're going to want to do it. How many um, wins do they have? They're ten and five. Baltimore? Holy! I thought they've yeah. only won seven games this year, dude. No. With all the games that they blew, they they, they literally could games. have like one or two. They could be fourteen and one. That is nuts, dude. Yep. I mean, it was a very close game against the Bills when we played them earlier in the season. Uh, they they we blew were. that one to Miami. Like, yeah, dude, this team should be their record should be a lot better than what they are. I'm fine with that, man. It's another team we really don't have to worry about as far as, you know, chasing that one seed. But um, that's crazy how many games they could have won, how many more games they could have won this year. Slight edge, though, I think Pittsburgh wins this one. I don't know. T.J. Watt, uh, their defense, you know, they're not a pushover as well. Um, 
Honestly, Najee Harris actually had a decent game, I think, last week. He's starting to come around a little bit. Uh, George Pickens looks great, man. He's going to be a gr- good uh, receiver in years to come uh, with that franchise. Um, as long as they can develop um, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Kenny Pickett needs to do something, and I just, he just hasn't shown it to me yet. He's sure. had a couple plays, but I think George Pickens bails him out. Pickens bails him out a little bit on that yeah. one. He's he's just so good. I just like I think I, I'm going to take the quarterback in this one. I like Pickett over um, Huntley in this, so I'm just going to take the slight edge with Pittsburgh. Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, I like I said last week. I don't even care that they won. I will not pick Houston for the remainder of the year. Jacksonville. Uh, this is a divisional game as well, so. It could be closer. That's the only reason why I say it could be. But um, Jacksonville, man, looking like they want the they want to win the division. Um, like you said earlier, Trevor Lawrence playing great. Yep. Uh, everything's clicking right now. I think uh, they found a, uh, the right coach for the system. Um, Jacksonville should win this game. What do you think? Yeah, Jacksonville, I think, should walk away with this one. But then again, Houston, they're they're just like a little. <laughs> you nuts. never know. They they keep any given Sunday. Yeah, or Saturday. Or Saturday or Thursday or Monday. Uh, San Fran at Vegas, possibly the easiest game all week to pick because we can't pick Vegas anymore because they look awful out there and you won't throw the ball to your best receiver. Taking San Fran to run away with this one. C-Mac had a little bit of a down week, I think, last week, but he'll bounce back against Vegas, who has no defense. Um You know, this would be the upset, I think, of the week if Vegas could find a way to win this game. I don't know what their playoff implications are like anymore. I think they're hovering around there to try to sneak in with a wild card, but they've been playing like dog shit lately. Yeah, I don't think Vegas is. I think Vegas has to win out, and they need a lot of help for that to for that to happen. Um, San Francisco's defense is just too good. I, I I can't see Derek Carr even if you want to throw it to Devontae Adams. I just don't think he's going to have any success doing that. Yeah, I'm looking right now. They're six and nine. Um, there's a bunch of teams at six and nine. They're in the eighth spot, so uh, they're not going to make. I don't think they're going to make playoffs this year. Um, Jets at Seattle. I mean, Mike White's coming back here. It could actually make me want to pick them, to be honest. But I like Seattle at home. It's loud as hell there. It's hard to beat Seattle at home. I'm still taking Geno Smith as far as a slightly better quarterback. He is actually probably a way better quarterback than Mike White, but um, I don't know, man. Uh, they're a little banged up. Uh, I think Tyler Lockett's out. They've been playing uh, our boy Marquise Goodwin yeah, as, as a second mm-hmm. uh, wideout in Seattle. Um, who do you like in this one? I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking the Jets. All right. Defense. Sauce Gardner, I think, is going to, uh, like you said, no, there's no Lockett. They've only got DK Metcalf. Yeah, but can Sauce really one-on-one Metcalf, man? Yeah, I think so, because... Uh-huh. Uh, Sauce Gardner has be, has been getting all of the calls. Yeah, he has. He's been getting away with every single pass interference call this year. I feel like. Well, they don't even throw to him really either. Like the target against him, uh, he's got one of like the fewest passes uh, targets um, as a DB. So um, I think a lot of teams are kind of respecting that as well. It was like Namdi Asma the one year with the Oakland. Uh, they did. They threw the ball like four times on him like an entire season. It was crazy. Um, but you like the Jets? Yeah, taking um, the Jets in this uh, one. If Zach Wilson was playing, would you take the Jets still? Oh God, no! <laughs> Mike White can actually do something on offense. They have a good. They have some good wide receivers. Yeah. I think their run game is pretty solid as well, and their defense, I think, is the only thing that's going to keep them competitive in games. And I think their defense could win them more. Uh, Minnesota at Green Bay divisional game. 
Ooh, this will be a good one. Green Bay trying to make a playoff push here. They need to win out. They need some losses. It's in Green Bay, which is a big deciding factor on me picking the Packers on this one. Who do you like? I'm taking the Packers as well. Uh, Minnesota, 11-0 and in one-point games or one-score games this That's year. That's crazy. I have been saying it all year. They are frauds. They have had the luckiest wins this year. I think they lose this week to Green Bay. I think so, too. I mean, again, divisional game, those games are always going to be tougher. We're late in the season. It's going to be cold. Aaron Rodgers, man, likes to find a way to win. He's going to want to make it close. They lose this game. They're out of playoffs. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play as hard as he possibly can. Minnesota can lose and still make playoffs. So uh, Green Bay is going to want it more. I think Uh, I'm going to give them the slight edge. Uh, Battle of Los Angeles here. Rams at the Chargers. Um, Not really a home field advantage for either of these teams. I will take the Chargers, though, in this one. Rams, although they've put up 51 against the Broncos, I think that was a team that was literally giving up. Chargers, a slightly better team overall. Better quarterback, better running back, better receivers. Everything's better. Who do you like? I'm taking the Chargers in this one as as well. Like you said, they have the better quarterback. Everything. Everything's better. Um, All right, and that's Sunday night. Monday night football. We already talked about, we'll just recap again real quick here, Buffalo-Cincinnati. We both are taking Buffalo on this one. Uh, I mean, this is this is going to be the game of the week. If you're not watching it, you should be watching it. A lot of points, I think, will be scored in this game. Absolutely. And like I said, I want to see Buffalo come out and play a playoff-style game. Yeah, I mean, this, this is definitely going to be that playoff-style game, playoff atmosphere. Uh, it's going to be in Cincy. I mean... I don't know what tickets are on this one, but they're probably through the fucking roof here. Yeah, I would, I would, I would think they're they're pretty expensive, especially you know one of the first games of the year at the end of the season, right before playoffs. It's going to be loud. I mean, we win this one, we're pretty much a walk-in for the one seed. A lot of implications, um, dude. It's just Joey B, man, has been scaring me over the last few weeks. He's been looking good, and Trey White, man, we still don't think he's a hundred percent healthy. Uh, it's a big question mark on him. Um, he looks like he's slightly getting better week after week, which is positive. Um, I'm hoping we don't escape the run game, and I'm hoping Josh doesn't have to throw the lights out, man. Like, I hope he doesn't have to force throws when he doesn't need to. We let the game come to him, I'm hoping. Yeah, the defense needs to keep Cincinnati in check early because if they start busting out plays and they start scoring early, absolutely, that's going to make Josh have to throw the ball more, and then it's going to abandon the run game make Josh force throws that he shouldn't be doing anymore. The buff, buff, the Bills need to come out and control this game from the beginning. Cole Beasley, uh, I think he had another catch last week. Um, wasn't too surprised that he didn't come right out and get a lot of targets right away. I think he was, we'll start to see him a little bit more as uh, in the playoffs. Veteran wide receiver, sure hands, Josh trusts him. Um, you know, more games under his belt will help him out here, but maybe this game he'll be a little bit more of a presence i didn't i didn't mention him as far as players to watch because i really think Knox and uh and uh digs will be the guys on offense that you know look out for yeah i would like to see cole Beasley a little bit more involved i did see something i didn't look into it and see if it was true or not but apparently josh made a comment that uh there were plays that they haven't been running because they didn't have cole beasley and they didn't have a wide receiver like cole beasley i said i didn't shots see the, at mckenzie mm, yeah McKenzie was supposed to be the guy to replace him, but he has uh, dropped everything. All right. uh, I think that'll do it uh, for that. Mikey D. Jeffy D. We out, guys.